0: to the alchemy of artistry my name is david tates the nine fingers we are on the last episode of season 1 which is all the songs from the album half of what we say is meaningless by the band winston and the telescreen next season we will get into the album love amongst lepers uh, but before we get into that i do want to say we're so close we're so close to having the podcast pay for itself with patreon subscribers uh if you would be willing to do a dollar a month that would be a huge help to helping the podcast pay for itself and there's always of course one-time donations on venmo at nine fingers music uh but let's get right into today's episode last episode of season one this is the song miss heroine
1: I'll take some photographs and
0: Lot of misconceptions about this song, which, given what is going to occur in the future, I completely understand. This song uh, is not at all about heroin or drugs of any kind in the literal sense. It was a song about my personal addiction to the woman, JC, and also a little bit of a nod to her personal style which was kind of a throwback to early 90s high fashion, pale skin, uh, waifish, almost emaciated features, straight hair, dark circles under the eyes. She embodied the, uh, this nihilistic vision of beauty, which was known as heroin chic, hence the name Miss Heroin. For reasons that will become clear in the upcoming season, seasons of Alchemy of Artistry, This title and chorus end up becoming a little chilling. But at the time I wrote it, heroin was such a ridiculous concept to me that it would have never occurred to me how disturbing the use of the word in this song is now uh, until it was far too late. I was living out of my car at the time that JC and I were dating. I would sleep in various parking lots and friends' couches, at the practice studio, at the recording studio, wherever I could find a spot. And she lived with her mother and her one-year-old daughter. Our living situations were not exactly conducive to romantic getaways together. However, I also worked a few different odd jobs back then, and so I would be able to put together some money here and there, And we'd use that money to rent motel stays on the weekends in which her daughter was staying uh, with grandparents. There was a particular spot we'd stay at fairly often in Fullerton that I can't remember the name of. But it was very affordable and allowed us to spend some time together away from everything else. Drinking, takeout, sex and cigarettes. Those were how we'd spend our days and our nights So let's just get right into these lyrics. She folds up and turns the TV on. Cause I'll be back soon. Cause I'm in a hurry to return. To her in my room. Tonight we're free from all the things. That take our waking hours. It's holidays with motel stays. Miss Heroin. The prettiest thing, she's in my head, she's in my bed. When I read these lyrics now, knowing what I do about the future, they sound kind of ominous, as if I'm going out to buy heroin so that we can shoot up in the room. Uh, But the reality is that I was heading out to buy burritos, or falafels, or whatever she was in the mood for. We'd eat in bed, watch terrible movies together, and although that sounds rather boring, (laughs) saying it out loud, the truth is that she was like artwork to me. And I was perpetually hypnotized by every line and angle of her body. It was different than love or even lust. It was kind of almost a worship of this ideal that I'd built in my mind. She constituted beauty as I perceived it to exist at the time. And so I was content just being close to her and just watching her exist. Sweet sex and cigarettes. That's what these days are made of. Hand me my guitar and I'll write you a song. You wear these dark sunglasses, and I'll take some photographs. And we'll be worldwide famous in eight days. The hand me my guitar and I'll write you a song line is literal. And we actually wrote the music to the specific song together in bed uh, in the motel. And the way that we did that was that I'd pick up my guitar and play every chord that I could think of, just one after the other. And she would then tell me to stop on a specific chord that she liked, and I'd write that down. And then we'd do the same thing again and again and again, and very slowly this chord progression would come together. And so, uh, with some help and a couple tweaks by me, the chord progressions in the song were actually written by J.C., I've used that technique one other time on a song called D-I-V-O-R-C-E Me with my friend Yasa, and I really liked the way the chord progressions on both of these songs turned out, uh, turned up some, some things I probably would never have thought of on my own. Uh, maybe I'll try that more in the future, um, but we'll talk about D-I-V-O-R-C-E Me in a future episode in season four, but that's the technique that JC and I used to come up with the chord progressions on this song the taking photograph sections of the lyrics is also literal. I've been a, a hobbyist photographer off and on most of my life and even took shots professionally for a casting agency for a short while. Um, but I've always really enjoyed playing with the camera and JC always enjoyed modeling. So we'd have impromptu photo shoots all the time. We'd have some champagne, choose a bunch of different outfits and just turn, uh, a photo shoot into a kind of party. Unfortunately, this was before I had a digital camera of my own, and so nearly all of these photographs are long gone, uh, including the ones referenced in this song, which I do remember was a series of black and white photos, uh, topless in skinny black jeans with some big old Ray-Bans and uh, and writing across the skin. Uh, I was a good shoot, but the, the photos are lost. As for being famous in eight days... I honestly don't remember my reasoning behind the number. Uh, it it might have even been just for the rhyme scheme, just because it's a single syllable. It just felt like we were right around the corner uh, of something big. I was certain, I was certain we'd be household names soon. And I don't know where that certainty came from, uh, but I could feel it in the air all around me back then. Miss Heroine. Where have you been these years before when I needed more sweet sex and cigarettes and second chances and ballroom dances put on John and Paul and we'll both sing along. Two of us on the road together. No, let's stay in bed. There's no place better. We've got 15 minutes more till they call out our name. Miss Heroine the prettiest thing she's in my head she's in my bed second chances in ballroom dances is actually a callback to the song from the previous episode venus on the rocks which is a song about the beginnings of a romance that ends uh in a breakup that obviously didn't take and the timing of the song is is like a waltz and so what i'm saying is that her presence helps me write songs and I want more of them. I want more songs. I was addicted to that energy that would cause creativity to swirl within me, the push and the pull of that kind of relationship. As for the singing along to John and Paul, two of us on the road together, we listened to a lot of Beatles together throughout our relationship that, uh, Two of us riding nowhere, spending someone's hard-earned pay. Uh, That was one of our favorite songs to listen to while we were driving around. As for the 15 minutes, it's a reference to that famous Andy Warhol thought, in the future, everybody will be world famous for 15 minutes. And to me, it felt like I was next, that my time was on the verge, And I was just waiting for the person ahead of me's time to run out. It's like I could feel this swell gathering behind me, and I was preparing to ride it into the future. And I intended to have her there on my arm beside me. That spotlight that I felt was right around the corner never actually materialized. But everything back then, it felt not only possible, but it felt inevitable. And recognition never did come calling on our doorstep, but soon everything in our life would fall apart just as spectacularly as if it had. I I do want to bring up one more thing that would happen many years later uh, in the in the midst of a of a drunken, drugged out diatribe. J.C. accused me of locking her into the circumstances she found herself trapped inside of by writing this song about her in the past, as if songs were a kind of magic spell. And while I did later come to understand the concept of songwriting as spellcraft of sort, of a sort, uh, in fact, the album Pack Thy Secrets Deep was designed as a hyper-sigil, intended to break me out of my own trauma time loop prison. Um, But art, no matter how well crafted, does not have the ability to override a person's choices. While circumstances may work against us, the choices that we make are always our own. And I do reject the entire concept of taking responsibility for hers or for anyone else's choices. Ultimately... Each of us shapes our own destiny, and all of that will make a lot more sense in future episodes. Um, But for now, now that we know the story behind the song, let's listen again.
1: Sunglasses and and cigarettes and sex
0: That was Miss Heroin by Winston and the Telescreen off of the album. Half of what we say is meaningless. Really a very, a very pleasant song to listen to. Well done, everyone. That was James Brecker on bass, Paul Akers on keyboard, Trevor Monks on drums, and I was playing guitar and singing. Uh, and that was recorded at Greatest Misses Studios by Victor Alfaro in Riverside, California. I do want to thank all of you for sticking through, through season one. And I'm looking forward to season two. And hopefully you are as well. Uh, the music's going to change. The stories are going to change uh, next week. We will have a a special episode to kind of break up the seasons. I recently did uh, an interview about my own songwriting with KSSU, Sacramento State's student uh, student radio, with Heartbreak Harbor, and they did send me over over that interview. So I'll put that up in between, is to kind of break up season one and season two. Uh, but I do want to uh, thank you for thank you for listening. And as always, intro and outro music by Lou Beauty.